And how are we doing this evening, gentlemen? Oh, Woo! another, uh, just just another rainy night. We've got all three booze on the bug tonight. <laughs> Reunited. And it feels so Reunited good. and it feels so good. <laughs> yes, I'm back. Sorely missed. Yes, I'm sorry. I listened to the episode when I was out, and you guys did a great job. I have zero doubts in my mind that you could totally do this with me, and here is where I give my resignation. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> so uh, I had a loss in the family last week. I uh, lost my dad. He had uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, and stuff, so we knew it was coming for a while, but it kind of came out of nowhere as far as how quickly things progressed. So these wonderful gentlemen gave me a little time to uh, deal with that and all the wonderful things that go along with end-of-life end of preparation. So here we are now, and we're ready to make sure you guys have a good time. Tony, how was your day? It was a, it was a good day. Sold a camper. Woo! Right a golf cart. Wait, how much did you make? Was it a little guy or one of the good ones? They don't tell us. To, to oh. be determined. Yeah. So was it like TV. a class it was B or C? A? It was a 18-foot Springdale well, tow behind. Well, TT? But was it a 23? No. Oh. Well, 1860 SS. Oh, I like that yeah, one. I like that Do one you guys out. feel like the sale is, is helping? Um, I, I think it's been a weekend similar to other weekends, but tomorrow will be the, the Yeah, that'll be the sure. tell. It's hard to say because it was Thursday yesterday. You know, right. you're like, everybody worried about campers? Everyone knows Thursday is camper buying day. <laughs> everybody knows. We everybody had a knows. mean game of Mario Kart today. <laughs> that, that's what makes it fun. It's I know. important to have fun with what you do. And unified the people at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're, if anything, we're about boosting morale around us. I know, I know. It's all I live for. If anyone hasn't realized, I'm a fucking ray of sunshine at work. Just a just a, a beating. I ray. give, I give, I give. And just give Katrina and in the waves is driving. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Daryl, how was yours? Yeah. Um, my day was decent. It didn't sell a camper, but it was still a good day. Talk to a couple people. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been worse, but it's it's all right. It was a day. That's how I'll phrase it. It was a day. Just a lonely day. I feel bad because you mine. guys don't get out till seven o'clock at night. Um, and of course, I bebop out of there whenever I damn well please. Apparently, <laughs> I do what I want. So how uh, was your day? It wasn't bad. I made made a hundred calls. I got a nice card from everybody at work. That you know. <laughs> Sucks that it's the second one I've gotten in five months, but yes, I was very thankful to get said card. Um, I get made one appointment. 100 calls, one appointment. A couple people told me to go fuck myself, you know. <laughs> another day in the books. <laughs> Such is a day I the will say that I lost another five pounds this week in my, my quest to not be... Um, to not have to buy a second airplane seat if I ever decide to fly, What's to not have to wear a seatbelt extender, to not feel claustrophobic <laughs> in an elevator, really just to better myself as a sludge monster. What's that bring your total to? 99 so far. I couldn't Fucking break the sludge. 100 mark. I know, I know. You will. I know. That's I know. One, listen, that's one good deuce. I know, right? That's one true. good deuce. One good deuce. That's actually a good question. Did you shit before you wait? I did not. I don't. So um, you probably lost 100. Yeah, he lost 100. You were there's, just there's holding a chance. in some shit. There's a chance. So you're telling me there's I'm, a chance. I'm always holding in some shit. <laughs> my emotional baggage. Um, That's my secret cap. I'm always holding in shit. So yeah. on to the next 100. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until absolutely. I get the underwear model ad. 
Oh, I'll, I'll do that like, now. Yeah, I'll exactly. pay $1 right <laughs> now. Like, buy whatever brand, Oshkosh, Bagoshes, <laughs> or something like that. Drop trout. Let's see what you're rocking. Don't worry. I've got I'm, I'm I've got the missile silo. I'm wearing a... Shoot for those... But it's underground. It's in any... Hold on. Uh, I'm what do you wearing, got? Uh, what do you got? Duluth bullpens. Oh, you were oh, saying that's, about that's those. Right I didn't too. know about the junk pocket because I don't want to have to coil my shit around like a snake that says don't tread it's on me. It's worth it because the junk pocket has... Again, some, I'm lying. It's all outward, inverted. <laughs> so The junk pocket has outward motion, so you, instead of shoving it down a leg... It just coils right up. But you don't it's know. Like a little tuck, a little, you don't do the Duluth stuff. You do the Hanes stuff, right? Yep. I think we talked about. Yep. And you're about the junk pocket too. Only they call it something I'm different. On board. It's like the Michael Jackson from the from the from the foul, <laughs> from the. I'm sorry. I met Michael Jordan Shut from up. the foul line, not Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> just brings me back to the day we're walking through Walmart and just doing Michael Jackson impression for an hour and a half. So I went to go uh, to kind of clear my head of things. I took a trip to Albany, New York. Weird place to go. I know, but um, I went with a buddy of mine, Chris, to go see one of my favorite bands, Motion City Soundtrack, play. They were doing the 17-year anniversary of the album Commit This to Memory. It's the album that I have my tattoo from. And uh, it, they what's wanted... The, what's, the, what's the tattoo again? It says it's across my chest, which is very big, so I have plenty of room there to write it's a whole story. It's real sexy. I know. It's real sexy. <laughs> my pancakes. Every um, time Tony they bring all the boys. get tight. So, yeah. What is it, zero to midnight? <laughs> Six to midnight. Six to so, midnight. Uh, so uh, it says, one day I'll fail to breathe and all you'll have are memories. And it's not meant to be like, well, oh, that's super depressing. Blah, blah, blah. It means make the most of the time that you've got because it's finite. Yep. Understood. Makes sense, guys. Kind of, kind of theme, too. Yeah, like yep. carpe diem. Seize, seize, seize the, the day. day. Carpe diem. Seize the day. So the club we went to, it's a club called uh, Empire Live. The the ceiling of the club looks Building like it's made empires. out of old. Yeah, it looks like it's made out of old waffles. Oh, okay. which looked like they were going to collapse on us at any minute. Imagine like giant egg crate, a waffle store, a waffle yeah, house, yep. a house of waffles. <laughs> giant, so yeah, a waffle the house. house that waffles built. So uh, acoustics. It had, Awful. Had, uh, yeah. Oh my god, it, it, the mix was bad, but it, I, they were fine. They they played around it. They worked with it. Um, a comedian opened up for him. I've been to a lot of shows. I'm an old goose. And I have never seen a, 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 a rock show that had a comedian open up for it. They're starting to melt a little bit. I, I've seen comedians that have had like DJs and stuff open their short shows Perfect. now. So <laughs> it's waka waka. They're just all so yeah. It was weird, but I mean, like the walls were like greasy and sticky. Hey and it was yo, you're in New York now. In <laughs> Albany, it was like 65 outside, but it was 180 in the club for yeah. some reason. That reminds me of the State Theater. I remember going to see Dropkick Murphys, and it was the winter. And it, it had to have been right. 115 degrees inside. I sweat so bad, my eyes hurt for about a I don't, week. When I go to a show, I'm a big dude as it is. I don't need to do Bikram fucking yoga there and right? sweat it out. You know what I mean? Done are my days of dancing and showing everybody how tough I am. Okay, I want to sit down with the beer and watch the fucking band and be an old curmudgeon and judge them if they don't play exactly like the record. I haven't been since, but word <laughs> Tell me is, if that doesn't sound fun to you. <laughs> word is the State Theater has an air conditioner now. Yeah? So okay. I decided to okay. on that bad boy? But somebody. So here's the big question to start it off with. Okay. Tony. Whoa. What's the greatest concert slash show? The difference being shows being club, concert being event that you've ever been to. Oh, fuck. I know. That's my favorite That's one, too. One. That's you really You put your keys in the, in the jar and just whatever one you pull out. 
Uh, all right, so all right. So, so yes. tell me the definitions again. Sure. So, I would say that a show is like a club, a club event. You know what I mean? Where you okay. go to see the bands in a dive bar or something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. A concert is when you go to the fucking Fleet Center and you pay three hundred dollars and you get the nosebleed seats and all that shit. Oh man. Okay. What would you consider to be like an outside like uh, like? Let me ask you this: How many people? Amphitheater. Ten plus bands. No. Okay. All so that's a fa- that's like a that's festival. A festival. Okay. That's a yeah. fest. Okay. Which is also fine. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have included fest. <laughs> oh man. Um. Shit. I know. Sorry, uh, man. I always hit you with these fucking questions, and it always just fucking <laughs> makes my heart hurt. I've seen so many good ones too. No. Oh, to hold on. Your, your time's coming. You. It's hard to pick one. I could. I'll, I'll tell what, you what. What would, what would give the, me three? What would the state theater be considered? Club. More of a club. Show. That's a show. Okay. Really? Yeah. It's such a small venue. That's, that's what I'm That's why. A show's in a small venue, oh, a concert's okay. a big one. Okay, you got okay. It. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. 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 So, show, uh, State Theater, yep. Queensryche. Ooh, that's a good one. Queensryche. I got the drumstick. Like, it was it was. By the awesome. way, that drumstick has the fucking set list on it, so yeah. he also got the set list that yeah. night, that fucking that's a, that's a fun lucky one. bastard. So... so uh, Daryl, uh, look in that crate. Yep. No, no. Look in the crate. There's more. Yeah. So I've got a crate in the in the room that we do this, and we call it, I mm-hmm. call it the band uh, cave instead yes. of the man cave because all my guitars are in here. And I got posters and stuff. But just reach in. No, right in front of the jersey. So one is of the, that like a fresh dolphins jersey that hasn't no, even been opened? No, that's no, no, no. There should be a piece of paper in there. There should be a couple. Uh, just grab the whole fucking thing. Get his birth certificate Jesus out. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just grab. There, Je- there's a couple he's things Jeff in there. Tate's illegitimate kid. There is. There's not paper. There is a paper. Oh, is that like vinyl? No, no. There's some in there. I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm talking. Okay, about. so there you go. So this, this was from the first time. Uh, I saw Queens right. This is the set list from that show. Now again, th- this is with the other singer, not Tate, right? Correct. This is Ooh. with uh, this is with Tala Tour. Uh-huh. Um, this was the uh, all original except for Degarmo and Tate. Um, um, Parker Lundgren was basically Degarmo's uh, counterpart, um, and of course Latour was lead singer. But Scott Rockefeller, uh, Ed Bass, Eddie Jackson, all like they they were. They, they the know. They know, man. So every night they have to play "Eyes of a Stranger," "Empire," right. "Jet City Woman." Right? It has to. Right. I don't see "Silent Lucidity" on here, but I guess that's because it's not really a, it's not a rocker. You know what I mean? No. So. Um, but I do feel like they started playing that, and then it went into another. Oh, it was like a medley. Song. Like they kind of yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. near the end. But this was on the small asylum stage. I mean, you fucking hear me play "Silent Lucidity" right. enough as it is. <laughs> so. So that uh, so that was pretty cool. But did they that, give it to you, or did you just pull the sneaky sneaky deke? <sighs> no, I, that I, I would pulled, be impressive. No, I pulled the sneaky deke. Yes, I grabbed yes, it. yes. I the bass guitarist like, "What fucking song is this?" And Tony's <laughs> running to the back of the room. So, I can tell you. So they it's like oh. eyes. <laughs> well, so what happens in the show? They're like, "Oh, you know, thanks for coming up, blah blah, blah tossing picks, whatever." And everyone starts to leave, and then I see this. I fucking reach over the barricade and just rip from nice. the stage <laughs> the set list. Man. All right. 
tragedy. Um, so, um, but this is this is probably like my second one of my like second third favorite show. That's a good one. The my my favorite one is the one that I went to at the State Theater where it was them. Um, at the end of the show, Scott Rockfield comes out, goes to his kit, grabs a, a drumstick, and like sees me looking at him like a child on Christmas. Like, please, sir. Like, <laughs> may I have some more porridge? Tosses, tosses the stick to me with the set list on it, and I, I couldn't believe it. Like, oh my god! <clears throat> Six to midnight, straight up. Queensrÿche is, is probably one of my all-time favorite uh, of all-time bands. <laughs> His dick made the sound Wolverine's claws make. It was like stick. <laughs> um, it was that abrupt. It's made out of fucking adamantium. <laughs> uh, I also saw them with a buddy of mine, Matt, uh, down in Worcester at. Some whatever club, it was shitty. Barry's Clam Shack. <sighs> what is <laughs> what's Mance. down? What's down in Worcester next to where the hockey rink is? Is that the uh, Palladium or is that the Palladium's yeah. one of them? Yeah. Okay, I think maybe that was it. I think the House of Blues is around the corner there too. I don't think it was. I think it was the Palladium. Okay. Um, was there an upstairs and a downstairs? Yes, Palladium. Okay, so awesome show there. There's a opener or whatever. I don't even remember who it was. <laughs> they were fantastic. <laughs> Fan freaking tastic. Uh, just I've seen Queensrÿche like four times. Good, I want to see. Like, him. Um, oh, I'd love to see him with Jeff Tate. I know it's never going to happen, so you and I are just going to go see him with whatever whatever comes. The, the you know Tate what I mean? Experience, yeah. Um, uh, Operation Tate Crime, right? <laughs> um, probably for an actual concert. Um, I've never been a to concerto. like a real big big concert. Like I haven't gone to. TD Garden or whatever. What? Really? Yeah. I I've never you just do there. club shows? Well, I've gone to Oh, you're going with me going for. Oh, okay, well, that's the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. That counts. Well, it's not as, not as big, but I would say probably one of my my one of my favorite shows um, was the first one I ever went to. I was 12 or 13 years old, and I saw... We went to Lewiston, to the Coliseum, and it was... That's a dingy it dump. It was <laughs> Dead Lights, Full Devil Jacket... Full devil jacket. I played with those Man, guys. What a blast from the past. Hold oh, wait. On. I didn't play with those guys. We got the offer. We turned it down. Cold Chamber. Ooh. Wow. Wait, which album? Uh, it was. The original one no, or uh, was, the second one? Yeah, I think it was the second Chamber one. Chamber Music, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Chamber Music came out right then. Yeah, Chamber Music just came out. I gotcha. And then the, the headliner, R.I.P., Mr. Peter Steele. Typo oh, negative. Oh shit! Yep. You got to see typo negative when Pete Steele was alive. Yep. Did they, that was... they, they must have played Black Number One, right? Black, black. Oh black, my black god, dude! <laughs> yeah. So it was on awesome. her milk white lips. Yeah. Oh man, he so... sounds like he's got four mouths in his mouth. He's yeah. like. <laughs> it's like whoa! <laughs> like holy shit! Nosferatu, and there's like weird like carnival music in that song. It's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> um, it's love him though. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Comes in so nasty. Yep. Um, I've also uh, probably like the festival. My my favorite festival one um, was. Oxfest, like circa 2008 or whatever. So if you look at the back of that uh, crate, there's a picture, Daryl, that you'll really like. <laughs> 
I knew it. It was a Tony nude. <laughs> so Daryl's holding up a complete lineup of Five Finger Death Punch signed. Oof. Uh, Marvelous. Yeah, yeah. So got backstage, was able to go get a picture signed, meet him, say hi. Um, it wasn't because of them that it's my, it was my favorite. It's okay. Um, but I saw a lot of bands that I'd heard about, like I saw Trivium and Immure and Killswitch Engage. It wasn't with it wasn't with Howard. It was with Jesse Leach, the original singer. That's okay with me. But they're both um, great. You know, Seven Dust. I've seen Seven Dust like se- six, know, seven I times. I love Seven Dust. Yep. Um, they were the headliners. Whatever. But they they put on a good show. It was it was a good show. It was it was right before Ivan Moody really went into a bender and it had even more help. And then before he went on another bender and before he, it was a good show. They're super talented. Get like they are Seven really yeah, no um, five finger five finger death punch. Okay, they're super talented. Yeah, um, you know it was that was that was really good. I mean, yeah, it's really it's really hard because I've also gone to. A few shows, probably not as many as you have, Tim or Daryl. Well, I've only got like twenty years on you. But uh, <laughs> you don't have that much. Just a just a dab. Right. Like four years. So, yeah, those would probably be like my my top three. I would say. So two of them are the same band. They're that good. The Queen's Rick. Um. Yeah, uh, if I had to pick a, a different one, uh, did the drummer at the Queensrÿck shows have the chains and stuff set up like webbing all over his drum kit? The first, mm, I know, I know. At the State Theater it was the chain. The one at the Asylum, I don't think it was chain. It was because just creepy cobwebs. From it was. The it wasn't Halloween even that. Show. It was. It was. Yeah, it was just like whatever drum set because the before they actually did like the stage, it was just you know on the risers and the. Fucking ceilings right there, so yeah. he didn't have the space to really put anything. Right. I mean, I've seen Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, I've seen uh, all the. I yeah. Um, Scott Rockerfield's drumstick Queensrÿche probably is is number one. You know that makes sense, man. That's awesome. But what about you, Daryl? Yeah, go ahead, Daryl. Oh man, I know, right? Go back into the annals and see I, if you can figure I know. it out. I, I, I let, me let me like guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. I can't think of it. Hold on. Uh, Berkey Benjamin. Yeah. Um, I, I have seen them eight times now. Woo! It's a lot. You're in the band at that point. I know, right? Um, it's called original, tour. You're more original <laughs> yeah. than they are. I, I've seen them at the Civic Center. It's like Center. ghosts. They're all like hired guys I've, except I've for the I've seen them at Center. the State Theater. Oh, that was a great show. I've, I've seen them. They put on a hell of a I know. Show. You yeah. break my heart because you you've seen Iron Maiden and I haven't. I've seen Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Ozzy. <sighs> I saw a ghost twice. Tim's crying. I hate it. He's I hate everything. Um, I'm so jealous. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's so hard to pick one. Cause, like, Rise Against puts on a killer show. But some punk bands, I feel like, steal the fucking stage. Like, um, Story of the Year. Oh, fucking dude. crazy live. The, 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 flip, the back flips the off the amps and throw the, the guitars dude, all over the place. The craziest thing I've ever seen is fucking su- it's from... End of one stage to yeah. the other, launching those guitars. Yeah, and don't even care. In the air, yep, they're fucking it's catching so them. It's so dope. And Dude. the singer gets on the drum kit and plays. It's and fucking stereo. Cool. I watched him. Uh, one of their guitars. I see him climb up. It, I don't think he. It, he was like in front of the bass drum. I see the strap come off, and he takes the guitar, throws it in the fucking air, backflips, catches the guitar. 
as he's lit. It was the craziest fucking thing. Dude, I've ever I seen. love it. I've seen. They're I've, so yeah. good. Can I tell you a band that actually puts on an amazing show? Who? And I've seen them, I think, three times now. Nothing more. Oh, I've never seen him. Nothing more. The lead singer comes out, just jeans, no Why shirt, does that no sound shoes. So familiar. They have they have some pretty good hits, but he has this contraption that like during one of the set like it makes he, his dick vibrate. Probably, <laughs> but he stands on it. It's got like a platform. He stands on. It, he hits this release and thing fucking shoots up like a scorpion tail. Yep. And he's got like these levers and shit that he can like control the song to. Oh. And, like. Yep. I saw that on. I, I shouldn't. I haven't seen it live. Yeah. But I saw it on Instagram. And I was like, yeah. "What the fuck am I watching?" It was like an audition for Blue Man Group. He had Yo. control over. Is yeah. He had fucking knobs and pulleys for everything. Yeah. I was like, "What is happening right <laughs> the, now?" Like that. That the that dude is fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, something Hawkins, I think. But anyway, rest like, in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> talking. You never to got to see the Foo Fighters, did you? That's the big, probably the biggest disappointment of my life up to this point. Is I had a ticket <laughs> so far to see them. Yeah, and it was one of the most exciting moments of my life. I think I, I told people I hadn't talked to in five years. I was so excited because it's my favorite band of all time. Yeah, and what's your favorite Foo Fighters song? The Pretender? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take a guess. Let's take a guess. Okay. Uh, hold on. Can I, I want to look at a list. Yeah, go for it. Uh, can, can we get a little bit of a hint? Is it new or old? Um, Newish or old? It's newish. It's not off their OG album. Okay, that's fine. Uh, no, Big Me is fucking... Whew. Right, I know. That is a good song, by the way. Um... It's tough to pick one. Daryl Thibodeau. I, I got one. God, for Tony, some reason, do you have any guesses? For some reason, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of kind of a, a basic bitch kind of answer. I, for some reason, Learn to Fly came to my mind. Learn to Fly is good. That's not my favorite one, but I do like it. Is it the Pretender? It is not the Pretender. Uh, the Pretender. All right, hold on. I know so many people. Like even non-Foo Fighters fans love the my Pretender. hero. My hero's a good one. It's not the one. What is it? Wheels? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, Ooh, wheels. I, and I fucking Let's... love wheels, but no. Um, do you just love them all? This is a trick question. I do love them all, but there, there is <laughs> what, one. What, um, and you know it. I know you know it. it can't, We've it's not, talked it's, about it's it. It's not as simple. It's not Everlong. It is Everlong. Oh, shit. It's my fucking favorite Foo Fighters song. It's a good one, man, for sure. The only reason why I didn't say Everlong is because it was so fucking like right there in your face. Right. Yeah, can't yeah, yeah, yeah. be Everlong. <laughs> I, I could go on and on like Wheels. I fucking love Wheels, and there's so many that I like. Everlong just fucking it hit everything for me. It it's such a good and you can song. play it on I, guitar. I'm sure I right? can play it on guitar. So that way that uh, has a really special thing for one you of the, too. It's one of those things I can't skip. When it when it comes on the, on no matter what my playlist that it's always gonna play yeah learning to fly I've I've heard it enough that's a, and it did play a lot the funny story behind learning to fly because you always have these people that try to break it down like oh what's it really about blah 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 it was literally about him wanting to learn to fly a plane mm-hmm. that's all it was about yeah that's that's yeah it's he that was it that but was... the um so they had the Taylor Hawkins tribute show. Last week, I think it was. Yeah, I watched them go out and like announce. Oh my fucking god! That was that was like soccer stadium sellout, like that Arsenal was, versus it was Wembley, Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It, it's a massive stadium. There was so many people. There, there. Was so many people, and and all of the people that came out was so fucking awesome. The coolest moment though was Taylor Hawkins' kids sitting on that drum set and them playing "My Hero." Oh, 
Grabbed you right by the chonies. Dude. And being a dad too, I'm like, oh I'll never know that. And like there's there's a this brief you moment. Don't know he, that. There's this brief moment that while he's like he leans his head down and you know he's like kissing the drum set. And I'm like, fuck man, it got me. But it was so good. Yeah, it's a real surreal bummer. I almost uh, I was also gonna say times like these as well. That's also that's a good one. That's such a great one too. There's so, so many fucking good ones. I can I'm listen to one way mode. It's wild because the stuff like uh, Big Me, Everlong, stuff like that, all the stuff off the home. color and the shape and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, their writing got even better as they went along. It, you know what I mean? They, and it's just like the old stuff is still just as good. Like listening to my hero, you can't up. turn it that off up. when it's on. And, it holds and up. even their like their off the wall stuff. So the Sonic Highways album, they, I think they kind of did it as an EP. Okay. So they did a show on HBO, and what they did is they traveled across the country. The professor's holding class right now. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for coming to Daryl's fucking TED Talk about my, the my two cents. Them foos. They traveled across the country, and every city that they visited, they talked to people that were predominant in music, like old and new, and then they wrote a song. When was your episode? Tim, I know. predominant music. That was you. I've never done music. I don't know what you're talking they, about. They wrote a song using a lot of the things that they heard from people. Yeah, and one of the songs was something from nothing, and that fucking song is a banger. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, you can't even deny the pretender. Oh, dude! It, <laughs> there, there's, there's. I sing that song in my sleep. If, if, there's, if there's like levels that took them, but like Everlong shot them into the stratosphere, but. When the Pretender came out, it was a different fucking level from yeah. That. It's like, that, very well that written. Changed so much, and to think that they even almost broke they up even before we got they wheels. even rhyme Pretender Surrender, and I allow it. Yeah. <laughs> can we, can we and that's talk, some baseline can we shit. Talk about one of their most crowning achievements, though. What's, What's that? Their unbelievable top of the line Ooh, cover. I, I know where it's of, going, and I agree. Of darling Nikki. Yeah, it's oh. it's pretty. It's. It is one of my favorite covers of all time. I hate time. to say it because I do love Prince, but they fucking knock it out of the park. Oh, my God. And I know you can't find it, Daryl, because I've meant... I've, I, just like Don't Feed Phil, I said don't sell this to Daryl, and they won't sell you the album now. I can't find it. It's, it's like gone. It's wiped off the face it of the It never planet. existed. It was a small EP that had it on there. I guess you could say and, she was a sex Oh, man, it was so good. So, Met her in a hotel lobby. Favorite show. with a magazine. Favorite show. Mm. This was the favorite show you didn't get to go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, I, I played it through my brain several times. So you've been there. <laughs> yes, in my. You head. just did did it in the internet. <laughs> um, man, I I don't know if I could put my finger on. I I could tell you. Can you put your finger in one? Collectively, hopefully, if I had to pick anything that it it's went a hard blue lake. <laughs> Warp tour. Yeah. Okay, that's a so, festival. So I went to Warp tour in the Gillette Stadium parking lot. Ooh, I bet that was hot. It was so fucking hot. Yeah, waters were like seven dollars. I'll tell you. Did they have the water, the water truck, and they were shooting people with water to cool them down? I fucking wish. Yeah, they had it when I went. It was this hot. Somebody had this huge um, crate of water, loaded with ice. Waters were six dollars. Her selling point was: if you buy this water, you can come back and refill from this bucket. And people were doing it, me included. Because it was that fucking hot, and I was dying. Yeah, it was bad. One of my buddies got a heat stroke, and he uh, I don't want to mention his name, because I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not, but uh, he had to spend half of the show underneath a car. That fucking Because sucks. the heat off the asphalt was so it's fucking brutal. bad. Yeah, he was sick and fucking, oh, it was bad news, man. But I, and I've been to a couple war tours myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll get to it when it comes to my point, but yeah. So, Warp Tour. 
So Warped Tour, uh, New Found Glory was one of the big bands. Did you like them? Did they do well? They were fantastic when I saw them. I fucking have a deep-rooted love for New Found Glory. So they were awesome. The Used was there, which I've seen the Used yeah, a couple times. Take, They're fun. Yeah. Um, a shocker for me was Taking Back Sunday. Oh, always great. They were so good. That Mics are for swinging, not singing, dude, baby. That singer climbed yeah. up the rafters, yeah. climbed to the middle, shoved his legs inside the rafters, hung upside down, and sang an entire song. Just I heard about off, that. like a monkey. I heard about that from someone who may have spoken with that person. Oh, fancy. Mm, said, why don't you come up here and do them with me? <laughs> I'm not going to name any names. At all. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to do that, you know, to my boo. <laughs> hint, you hint, know? wink, wink. Yeah. Um, um, I believe, you know, without saying the name, it would rhyme with Fim. Yeah. Or Pim. <laughs> Hank Pim? Or Lim. That's not the same show. <laughs> <laughs> Might not have been the same show. <laughs> See? But, uh, <laughs> I was, when I told you that, I, I'm I'm Pim, Fim, and Bimalim. <laughs> When I told Tony the story, it was because I was asked to hang upside down from the rafters at the Dillinger Escape Plan show because the new singer of Dillinger had done it, and he's in very good shape, and I am very not in good shape, so that was the joke. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, watching the singer of Taking Back Sunday do his thing is second to none. They are a fantastic band. Yep, and even the smaller stages, uh, Bad Religion was there. That sure. was fucking. That was on the stage. smaller stage. Well. The- it wasn't the big big. They stage. sold punk rock out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that they had the big big stage, and then they had like uh, a half size stage next to it. That's where Bad Religion was. Uh-huh. But even like Bowling for Soup was there, and I've seen them a couple times. That fucking dude so who cool sings. Out. Have you ever seen him do that thing with the guitar? Pack? Dude, I tell people about, it and they tell me I'm full of shit. They he say flicks it's impossible, it and, and it goes out and around and back, and he catches it. I've never seen anything like it. In my life. It's the coolest yeah. fucking thing I've ever seen. I've never. Yeah, I don't know how he does it, and I'll never know. So I saw because I didn't get my letter to Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them at Warp Tour, and then I think a year later they were actually at the station. The word is actually, not Ashley. <laughs> they were at. Let the me ask you a question. Please read from the read from the script. <laughs> they were at the station in Portland. Okay, I remember the station. And uh, a buddy of mine worked at the Cinemagic in Saco. I'm failing to see the connection. <laughs> it's, it's getting there. So at that point in time, the the uh, Christina Ritchie werewolf movie came out. What the hell was that called again? I don't know. Wild Ones? Something no, like that. Night Eyes? No. These are all just you, copyright patent pending? It starts with a C. <laughs> These are all my werewolf movies. The Curse? The Curse. So Craven the Hunted? <laughs> but that movie opens with Bowling for Soup singing Little Red Riding Hood. So what he did is he, this is back when they still had reel to reel, and he cut the snippets off of the reel that mm-hmm. Bowling for Soup were in, and when we went to see them, he handed it to them. Oh. And they were fucking ecstatic. Right. They were like, this is so cool. Wait over here after we're done with the line, and we got to sit and have a beer with them after the show. Nice. Cool as hell. Did he teach you how to do the pick flip? No. I asked. He's like, it's tricks, man. That's what, that's what the answer I got. He said, <laughs> what? It's tricks, man. <laughs> Well, thanks for clearing that up for me. <laughs> but I, I have no idea how he does it. it. I can't even explain what it looks like, but it is fucking wild. Yeah, and he's a big dude, too. He's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> Great guitar player. He is a good guitar player, too. It, it, it just it goes to the point, like, I, I was explaining this to one of the guys at work, um, that, like, I like Pantera a lot. I've always liked Pantera, yep. you know what I mean? And I went and saw him before, you know, the tragedy happened. Yep. Other than the tragedy and the tragedy and the tragedy that happens to Pantera. So on and yeah, so forth. and so forth. That's why we only have two members left. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went and saw him, and I can probably recreate any guitar riff 
from a Pantera record, and I mean like the pinch harmonics and all of it. Yeah. I can play zero of the solos. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have it in me. My fingers are only single knuckle as opposed to three, and I can't Don do Daryl it. Was yeah. a fucking he has been a shredder person. for so long. He trained under C.C. DeVille. Originally, I believe Dave Mustaine was going to try to get him to play guitar in Megadeth, yep. and he turned it down because Pantera was starting to do the thing. You know what I mean? Yep. But that's crazy. Can you just fucking imagine? Unreal. Yeah. So what, was so what do we your, got? What's so your favorite? Your favorite festival was Warp Tour. Yeah, for sure. Your and favorite seen, club show was... Like Teeny Tiny? Yeah. Bowling for Soup? That was a fucking blast, okay, man. Okay, got yeah. it. Okay. Station. And then your favorite yeah. concert, Concerto. Breaking Ben. Breaking Ben. Yeah. And you've been such a Breaking Ben fan for so I, long. I've, well, that guy can do no wrong. I say that guy because everybody else in the band is like, come and go, right? So they they had the original band, and this huge fucking blowout happened. I'm turning into a fucking werewolf right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned into a massive court battle to keep the name of the band. And he, right. he's fucking Ben. Didn't this have his... something to do with Billy Corgan, too? No. So well, Wasn't they, he tied um, to the band in some way? The, he recorded um, Blow Me Away, I think. So they... Did the original take, but then he re-recorded it with a girl, right? And it uh, got huge. And I can't remember yeah. her name right now. It's uh, hold on, um, which sucks. Because Amy Lee. No, no, <laughs> I don't remember that. It was actually it was kind of like a, a, a no-name person, um, but she was very good. Uh, let's but see. Apparently, he didn't clear it with the band that he was going to do it. So then the band got pissed, and they tried to record a song with somebody else as a singer, and it turned into this massive argument. And, Featuring Valora. Yes. Yep. Single name like Zendaya? Yeah. Or Beyonce? <laughs> Bold strategy. Or Cher? Uh, yeah. That's but yeah, so that was like the downfall oh. of the original band after he won the name back and then he rebuilt the band. You I would say the new version of Breaking Down way more talented than the original. Like, they're so good. So good. Okay. I'll take a I believe you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and I, you, you got it. I even went to like they did an acoustic show because I I saw them once, awesome. but I saw them with the like uh, I saw the original. Yeah, too, with yeah, a couple what times. is it, Andy or Adam Fink or whatever as a guitarist, yeah. and yeah. So so I used to fancy myself as an actual musician. I've been to a lot He's of shows. Still a fucking musician. Don't don't don't, fool don't you. tell anybody my secrets. <laughs> I've played a lot of shows. I've played with a lot of bands, but this isn't about any of that. Tony and I can't okay. even play guitar with him. He just makes us look stupid. Nope. You know what it is, too? Uh, no one ever takes into consideration the person who's playing the guitar well, and they always get told, we don't want to play with you. You're too good. <laughs> so awesome. I guess I'll go back home and fucking play by myself again. I have a bunch of buddies that, that always wanted to jam and stuff, and I'd be like, I'll come hang out and play. And they're like, no, no, no. And I've always been so like patient. I don't care how good you are at whatever. I'm not here to tell him. I won't say it, Tony. Don't worry. Uh I'm not here to tell anybody. We you know, we're not here to yuck anyone's I'm yum. I'm not here to yuck anybody's <laughs> yum. It's a it's a situation that is caught on like wildfire. <laughs> um, I Drink I just want to. Yeah, I just like to sit down and jam with a bunch of buds. You know what I mean? And then everybody just gets all stinky faced so, about it because I like you know can do a reasonable facsimile of whatever it is you wanted to hear. It has been a coon's age. Since I really picked up a guitar to play, I know we tried to get you to do it here, and you won't yeah. all the time. All the he's time, he's a secret keeper. So he's actually Steve Vai. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Ying Vai. Um, I just I never learned scales or anything. I learned to read tab. I can't read sheet music. Well, I'm glad you didn't play for us then, because that matters to me a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> sarcasm. I have no idea what a scale right. is. But. I, uh, the only scale I know yells at me every week that I'm too fucking fat. <laughs> yeah, get off. 
I, I, what does the E mean? <laughs> I do want to start playing again, but I want some uh, Timmy you, lessons. You, you should. I mean, you have a guitar rack that I made I from know. a whiskey stave. And, and it just sits in your office. The Listen, man has it, a Marshall half stack I gave cute. him on the house. Free 99. That's gratis, bro. And he's like, well, that holds my fucking laundry. Well, it, it absolutely does. doesn't. That, nothing is on that. Nothing. Here you go. Gratis. Except for dust. <laughs> no, I cleaned that off. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> but I, uh, it's, I've never even like I've had electric guitars, never plugged it into an amp to play it. I've just played okay. it like unhooked. I never had an amp growing up. I had you know who guitar, loves no you know who loves the electric guitar unplugged the chicas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I think I've said this before. Dos I picked up chicas, the guitar as a freshman in high school. Because of girls. Yeah, you learned Wonderwall, and that was it. That's all it takes, really. Aphrodisiac. <laughs> I, I dove into many, many other songs. Sure. Actually, I made it a point any, to not any, learn Wonderwall any for Dave like Matthews five band. songs. Any Dave Matthews Dude, band. I never played a Dave Matthews oh, song. Oh, man, never, you're missing out. You know, what I, you know what I did play, though? What? Everlong. Ever yeah. No, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. So, uh... I will try my best not to come up with names that are just fucking humble brag clout chasers. My my, I'm 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 working on it. Let's (laughs) break it down. Small show. Small show. Um, I really had a what I thought was a life changing musical experience when I went to go. I went to the asylum before it became what is it now? Aura. The the aura. Yeah, Yeah. the fucking blue room. I don't know what it's called. (laughs) But anyways, I went and saw Hey Mercedes. And saves the day. Open up for Thursday. Ooh, saves. The, I've seen that. And yeah. I have been a saves the day fan. You know, there's some scandal going on there now because yeah. apparently everybody who like, I said it before. If you're rich, you you wished on a monkey paw. There's terrible, there's terrible <laughs> things in the darkness. Um, I guess the singer has some kind of sexual misconduct thing on him now. Uh, I don't even know his name at the top of my head. But anyways, uh, at the time the music was scandal proof, <laughs> yeah. and it was fantastic. I have never liked the band more. Having never heard of them and then saw them, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Yeah, you know, a uh, close second for club show was May M A E at uh, the station. Yeah, and they played yep. with Armor for Sleep, and I was way into that band too. Um, not Armor for Sleep; they were there for the funsies. I hit on the singer's girlfriend there, but that's beside the point. <laughs> she was running the merch table, and I didn't know. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do? I know, I know. Believe me, they aren't gonna do anything. Those guys are all eighty pounds each. <laughs> you're in a situation; you got to roll with it. So there's that. Uh, for concert, Pantera. Oh yeah, my guitar player, who unfortunately had a uh, an autistic kid who was in his guitar tw- teacher. What did I say? Player. I'm sorry. A guitar teacher. His name was Dan McClatchy. He May told me sorry first, peace. ladies and gentlemen. It's true. <laughs> um, he was a fantastic guitar teacher. And he had a, a a seriously debilitated son who was getting getting on in years, and unfortunately, Dan made the poor choice of killing his kid and him. Uh, he decided that Dime, Dimebag Daryl was a great guitar player, and I couldn't get a hold of my parents at the time to cover the ticket. So my guitar teacher gave me the money to buy the ticket for the show. Yep. And this was during the Hundred and One Proof tour when they were doing the best of. You know what I mean? Right. So you got to hear all the hits, all, all the good shit. And this was when everybody was there. They were in top shape. Phil sounded just like the record. You know, the bass was mixed right for Rex. It didn't just sound like it didn't exist. You know, Vinny let the lit the set on fire and played on the, with the flaming cymbals, and it was the loudest concert I've ever been to in my life. They opened the setup, the lights went out, and they started playing "Walk." 
Yep. And that's when we walked down into the aisle, and the rest of the night's a fucking blur. Because we yep. danced until we couldn't dance anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and man, oh man. I mean, normally when you see a band and they've got stacks and stacks of amps, we all know that's fake. Those are hollow cabinets that are just for the look. It's like drummers that use three fucking bass drums. It's an aesthetic, They're not really yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's the look. You know what I mean? Um, fake it till you make it or whatever. They used them. Yeah. Woo! It was fucking loud. Yep. I might have lost some of my hearing that night. You know, you hear that wee, you, you and then you never hear that sound again. Expect that from Pantera, though. Like, I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? I was just like, "This is amazing. They're yeah. the they're the greatest." You know what I mean? Now that was a great show. It was at the it was at the uh, Augusta. Yep. Okay. So it was a fucking slop house. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That place is gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, festival I went to. Oh, I would have to be. Uh, I went to Massachusetts to go see Poison. Oh, you son of a L.A. Bitch. Guns, White Snake, oh. and Rat. Fucking a, dude. And yeah. D. Snyder was there signing autographs because of the House of Hair, and he came up on stage to help out. And like Poison, every everybody was so fuck. If you are into eighties hair metal, As, like I am, want to yeah. do, man. <laughs> And it was a night. Like, they went to, they, they started with something to believe in, okay? Yeah. Now, this may shock you, but they have to have a piano player on there for the intro, right? And he fucked it up. And Brett Michael stopped the song. He's like, hey, 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 they paid a lot of money for this. Do it right. And they started it over again. The guy's like, I'm fucking sorry, Brett. You know what I mean? And Brett tipped his fucking wig, bandana, hat combo. <laughs> I mean, that's all real hair. <laughs> I mean, at that point, it might have been. Life changing. Yep. Woo! Seeing poison, play all those fucking tunes, I'm man. So, Mama's so fallen angel. Oh, Are you man. kidding me? <laughs> I'm so jealous. All right, so so jealous. So here's here's a good question then. Yes, and that's I say that having been to like four warp tours. Yeah. What is? Wh- Go for it. One or two, either groups, bands, single people that you never saw that you would give anything to see. Oh my God! There's so oh, many Tonys. So easy. So I know. Okay. I know. Well, it's so uh, easy for me. Foo Fires. I get. It. Well, number easy. one. Yeah. But number two is equally as easy. Who? Guns and Roses. Okay. I thought you. But you can. Still. But you can. Still. I can't. Still, still, but I have it. God damn you, Daryl. No, no. no. I, I, what I, I'm sorry. I should let me rephrase that. People that bands broken up. People have died. You can't see them anymore. Like like they are not around. You cannot. Ones that you could have at one point, but well, then Pantera for sure. Okay. Okay. Now, if it, if they come, uh, the drummer from Anthrax who's filling in for Vinny Ben uh, Ben Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his name. But you, 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 the listener fucking knows who it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said in an interview recently that they weren't planning any major tours. It was just going to be a couple select dates. And so far, it seems like they've only agreed to do like a couple festival spots or something like that. You remember when Fake No More came back? Yep. And they only did like Day Out Fest or like fucking uh, Reading and Leeds, that kind of stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? So I hope they do a tour, man. I know that everybody that's doing it, Zach Wilde is busy, the drummer for fucking Anthrax. I think Anthrax is on the road as we speak. Yeah. Yep. If I if I remember uh, yeah, Scott I th- Ian's I fucking saw, Instagram yeah. account, and he's like, oh, I'm going out tonight with the chains on for Harry <laughs> King from Slayer. Uh, Anthrax being the weakest of the big four when it comes to thrash, for sure. Right. But still have some good tunes. Yeah. But yeah, I would. I mean, if they come, I'm gonna, I'm taking you guys for sure. Um, it's gotta I'll happen. Let you. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
But just go. let it be known that I don't go down on the fucking floor anymore. I'm 41. I, you know what I mean? I don't have to prove to some can, fucking 20-year-old so, like can I tell you, I like the floor, but I'm not a mosh guy anymore. The last concert I went to was um, uh, the one with Ice Nine Kills, Motionless yeah. Hawaii, Black Pill Brides. Um, I was so let down by the lack of a pit. And That's I'm, shocking. I'm like... Especially with Ice Nine Kills. I'm like, oh. What has happened? And, Bla- and Blackville, Brian. What has happened? What has happened? Are people like, afraid of pits? So, my first show that I went to, the Cold Chamber show, like, I got my head opened up. Like, yep. I just walking through. <laughs> that just means you did it right. <laughs> right. You know, um, the loudest concert I ever went to was the Pledge of Allegiance tour, which had System of Down, Rammstein, Slipknot, right? Yep. Ooh, what a mix, yeah, man. A, yeah. Oh, uh, so it was, that is some it, music. it was uh, American Head Charge, uh-huh. then it was uh, Rammstein, then it was uh, System of Down, then it was Slipknot. I actually have, maybe in there, I actually have... <laughs> not looking. In the rock box? I have the Iowa CD... Yeah. yeah, fully signed that's by which by numbers? everyone, which numbers, all of them, even the ones that aren't around even anymore. Paul Gray and Joey Jordanson. Yes, that's fucking bless them. The rhythm yeah. section of heaven <laughs> for real. So, um, Slipknot's coming back. They're touring again. Yeah. Uh, so and I really want to go. But so you saw them during the scene. Iowa run. Yes. Yeah, so I saw them Iowa. Uh, Sister Down just released Toxicity. Oh man. Uh, Ramshaw is that the one that has the we're trying to build the prison for the first song? No. No, I don't think so. Or is that I is that like is. or is it steal this record? I can't no, remember. No, I think it sucks. Mm, hold on, let me look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, fact, look. Check. <laughs> fact check. Fact uh, check. So they, they're like the kings of eclectic touring. So they're touring Who? Slipknot. There's prison song. It's toxicity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, prison song. Needles. Uh, Deer dance. Jet pilot. Chop suey. Bounce. Uh, ATWA. Like. Uh, is bounce the song that goes bounce? Pogo 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 pogo. Do not to play. Don't play it. Don't play it. We'll get sued. <laughs> Got it. Yep. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, yes. Oh, I almost started moshing right there. <laughs> I, was, I was just kicked the table over. Circle pit. Go. I can tell you. With 100%, without even, without question, there are two singers, two, whatever you want to call them, that I, doesn't matter. If they are the Facebook stuff that comes out like, oh, which one of these would you see, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what? It's always, like, you know, on Facebook. Do they have, have, like, like debates? They'll have, like, the pictures of, like, nine or six, yeah, you know, it's musicians. Like, it's like it's different emotes for. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you can, you can pick one to go to a concert, you know, or whatever. For me, it's always it's always gonna be, will always be one of two. Okay. Anyone want to take a guess? <sighs> Any bands? Uh, no. I feel like it had to be Queens Queenswipe is one. What did you just say? Queensrike. Okay. I thought I just heard Queenswipe. I heard clean swipe. <laughs> I heard Queenstipe. Maybe, maybe we just need to clean our ears out and Daryl's doing fine. I don't know. I'm going to break everybody's knees. I know. I'm ready. I don't use them anyways. <laughs> I'm like a fucking Kendall. I'm like, I'm like Cotton Hill. Uh, so, Freddie Mercury, Queen. Uh, I, guess, uh, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah you kiss it yeah. a bit. But uh, for, I always like, uh, but he was before my, uh, he was before my What's style. your favorite Queen song? Fuck. I know. Um... <laughs> That's what I do. I just ask Tony these uh, questions and just shuts him down. Twist my brain into a pretzel. Um, was it love of my life? 
Okay. Really? That's yeah. a great one. Oh. Speaks yeah. to you personally? I just, for whatever reason, I it, um, it just, I, I don't know. It, it's it, I, I feel like you can really hear that he's sorry, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think it's about? Uh, well, it, is that yeah. about his wife, his first wife? I'm not sure. Who was like always close? Did you? Have, you I, we I we saw so. the yeah, yeah, one, yeah. one of the fat guy movie nights. We saw the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. You heard? Me. It had, I'm pretty sure it was about her. He's yeah, because he, he like always took care of her, even right. though he's getting wild. God, I saw a picture me. on Facebook or Instagram the other day of uh, Freddie Mercury meeting David Bowie, and Freddie Mercury is just chubbed out so yeah. bad in yeah. those jeans. And everybody in the conversation was like, "I can tell that Freddie was excited to meet <laughs> yep. to meet David." <laughs> Who wouldn't be though? <laughs> Um, it's the pleat of the pants. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, of course, everyone loves Bohemian Rhapsody, and That's I want it all, and and if, uh, somebody to love, and I mean, their their catalog of number one hits and just Huge. hits and Daryl is is ever one vision is my jam. Yeah, and it was awesome in Iron Eagle. And it was awesome. Ooh, nice throwback. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. When Doug Masters goes and saves yep. his dad by him and him and Chappie stealing two jets from you the Air Force it, with a bunch of kids. Know it. But nice. and my brother, throw a uh, shout out to Darren, Dragon Attack. Okay, right, and that's not one you'll ever hear on fucking WBLM. No. <laughs> no. Not even on Two for Doosday. Um, the second uh, person, which is right up there. Uh, is a singular person. Okay. I'd like to take a guess. Uh, what kind of what style of music? Um, <laughs> very. Uh, I mean, God, they their career spanned seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. Like they, um, all over the place. Piano player? No. You were thinking Elton John, weren't you? Uh, either that or Billy Joel. But no. I, guess I mean, listen. Okay. I'll listen to an Italian restaurant every day of the week. Dude, so good. You're absolutely right. right. Uh, Billy Joel. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the fucking song that was like the progenitor to uh, industrial music? It's um, Allentown. Yeah, that song's fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 Do you have a Do you have a guess? You want to take a guess, Daryl? I got nothing. I have no idea. Meatloaf. Oh, really? Shit. Okay. Okay. Yo, Meatloaf. Yep. I love I would that. Do anything Not even. Love. Doesn't even have to be that that no. new. No, I know. No, Paradise uh, by the Dashboard yeah, that's Light. A, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever. Ha- uh, what is it? Uh, Thank God for Rock and Roll. Hop yep. Patootie Save My Soul from fucking... Uh, uh, what's the movie? Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great fucking movie again. Yes. I... Uh, so, again... Uh, so, Meatloaf was actually a singer that my mom loved. So, from a young age... like That I was, was your... That was that, your... Uh, that was my... Your what was the music you listen? Nursery rhymes. Yeah, yeah. You would listen to that to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I had "Bad Out of Hell" on a cassette tape. "Bad Out of Hell." Yep. "Bad Out of Hell." Back into hell. Yep. "Bad Out of just... Hell." Back out of hell. Tony would wake up and let me sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, baby, baby, let me sleep on it. Let me sleep on it. I'll give you an answer in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I so good. I love Mrs. Me Loud or whatever her name is. I got to know right now. Right. <laughs> um, and, and actually, one of his one of my favorite songs. Uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head because it's been a little while. Um, uh, where is it? And now Meatloaf. I'm it's, um, the end of time. <laughs> it is ninety. No, it's not that one. Is it? 
Oh God, where is it? Uh, we're, do, we're doing fact check. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I want to make fact sure. Check. Uh, let's see, is it this one? We need like a little animated I thing know, right? to run across the screen for that. <laughs> it's going to be like a weird clippy for fact checking. <laughs> so I, I knew I I knew kind of what the name of the song was, but sure. I can't remember the because it, it's a long one. Uh huh. Objects in the rearview mirror. Yep, that's another fantastic. Yeah. One. So. Like that song, just every uh, whenever I hear it, and sometimes I'll just do it to myself because I want to feel the pain. <laughs> like it just brings I'm back suck up the pain. It it just like uh, singing about all the times he had growing up, and uh, that things are gone, and you know, and and basically the memory is there, but the person, it, like it just always hits me. Right, we know like, a lot about that, don't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, those those two, you know, whether you whether you want to say Freddie Mercury or Queen, either one, I'll either, either whatever. Yeah, yep. And then Meatloaf are probably yeah. Fre- I, I that's so good. And you may still get to see Foo Fighters. We haven't. They haven't said yet if they're done. No, they haven't said they're. There's been some implication, I, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to say no to a big check. I feel like. If they were not going to, I think they would have said it at the tribute right. show. Yeah, they might have been like, so, this is kind of the last last hurrah. Right. My sneaking suspicion was... They're going to be do one-offs. I think that... Well, no. I think that they thought maybe that was going to be it. But this happened similar to them years and years ago because they almost broke up. Right. Um, and they played Coachella together. And when they played Coachella, they had such a fucking great time. And this is back when... Um, Queens of the Stone Age was taken off and stuff like that. Yeah. So everybody kind of had their own thing going on. But when they came back together to play that show, they were like, all right, maybe we don't want to fucking stop. That's when they released the Greatest Hits album, but they wrote Wheels for that album. And, got it. And then we just got even more fucking awesome hits from them. Now, was I, that when they started recording at his at Dave Grohl's house in the garage? That, and they the started recording one, the video for it and everything there? That was Wasting Light. Okay, I, I'm not good yep. with the names. Of the, you know, I'm just I'm yeah. just and, starting to dip my toes in the Foo Fighters discography because yeah. I got you got to figure. You know, I've never been a Foo Fighters fan. There's a couple songs that I like and everything, and that's all fine and good. But like, I 50 million fans can't be wrong. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's got to no. be something to no. it. So I've yeah, been, I've been trying to listen to the essentials at least like once a day to try to try to get into it. You know what I mean? Wasting Light was was a fucking awesome album. That was they recorded that at his house. But that was like one of the first times that he um, he was in the same room as Novelisk in Forever. He came and recorded a song with him. They brought Novoselic. Novoselic, yeah, that's what. <laughs> the Basilisk. Yeah, like that was one of the first times. Oh, that, I know the name. I know, right? <laughs> oh, we're talking about the bass player of Nirvana. <laughs> that was one of the first times they were in the same room together in a really years. Long time. Yeah, I don't think the years have been too kind to Chris. No, <laughs> but like he came in and recorded a song on that album, and it was on um, "I Should Have Known." Which, like, when you listen to it, it's one of those fucking creepy songs. Like, is this about Kurt? Could be. So, but I don't know if they've ever really touched on it. You know what I mean? No, and he doesn't talk about it much. No, Um, even interviews where they like out and out ask him. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) It's and to fucking to go through the Kurt shit and then go through the Taylor shit and the Courtney shit and the Courtney shit. Yeah, like I I really do (laughs) think the struggles were not over. I think maybe they thought about making an announcement at that show. But I don't think they're going to stop. I think they got back together and they had a fucking blast. Did you know they were supposed to play here in Portland? And they didn't sell enough tickets, so they canceled the show? That was like a long time ago. Yeah. 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 I know a couple people that uh, I used to work with that had the stubs still, but they never never made good on it, obviously. If you're listening to this, Daryl will pay you for the stub. (laughs) Yes, I fucking will. 
Because now it's fucking Ticketmaster. I had a digital ticket. Yeah, yeah that's true. Stub, which I do miss getting those stubs. Oh, wasn't it the best? Like did going to a, Bull Moose. Did you have a poster board or something you'd put them in and stick them to once the show was done? Yeah. I don't know where any of mine went now, but I, I started to keep them a while. My, I've got a I've got a big tote downstairs that has a bunch of stuff in there, and I think I, I still have the Cold Chamber ticket, the Slipknot ticket, and a couple other ones. I had my first, very first concerts stub for the longest fucking time and yeah. I moved so many times it's gone now but that was 311 Hoobastank I'm not a huge Hoobastank fan but uh, 311 I've been a fan of for a so long so Hoobastank was obviously the opener but that was right off the bat so that was crawling in the dark and stuff yeah. like that and they, were, they were pretty good live you were um, just waiting for that. So when in hell I, will I know? Right. <laughs> you drop that hot shit. <laughs> but the next concert was at the Civic Center. It was Incubus, and that would fucking ramped it up. For Incubus me. with who? I I can't even remember the opener. It, I was oh, just they were so the headliner. Fucking, yeah. Wow. So that was um, Morning View. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 They had the Drive and stuff like that. That album. So right? that was um, Make Yourself. Oh, Morning no. View was the one after. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I got to confuse with science. You're right. You're right. You're right. Science was in there. Morning science, metal. Science was like one of the one of the original ones. When uh, Morning View like is the one that had like what you were here and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. But that show was fucking real good. Yeah, uh, they're very good live. I think the one show that shocked me that I went to, I always liked Seether. It was just kind of one of those bands. I'm like, yeah, cool. They're cool. Let's like Three to. Days Grace and Shine yeah. Down. And, I, and I've seen them. Them's bands, yeah. But. Um, I don't mean to lump those all together. They just kind of sound a little the same. But my wife bought me and my brother Seether tickets for my birthday one year. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. I'm, I've never seen them before. Aside from like a quick little opening when there was like eight bands. So they played like two songs, three songs. Gotcha. I do love that. Yeah. When the setup is longer than the oh set. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but they were so fucking... I was blown away at how good that fucking singer is. And, and on the albums, it doesn't ever show. I feel like it's so simplistic when he records it. Who sings Devour? That's Shine um, Down. Because, woo, that song has some balls yeah, to it. Yeah, it does. He's I a remember, fucking I remember getting singer. that for Guitar Hero or Rock Band or something like that. And we played Shine that. Down. Was, that was Rock Band. Yeah, Shine I played that be, at uh, about I remember the drums. 300 volume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shine Down used to be uh, a go-to for me for karaoke. Ooh, yep. Nice, nice, yep. nice. Uh, I, I actually got to like pretty far into it uh, with 45. Yep. Yeah, I hit the notes. I believe it. It was awesome. <laughs> their their cover of Simple Man. Oh. Yeah, it was it was it's, it was it's not Skinner. And and Skinner is something special. But so actually it's... that version was the song that uh, I picked for the mother and son dance at our wedding. Yeah. Nice. Yep. And um before my mom passed away, I started to really kind of learn how to play it. Yep. And I start and I, I started to kind of figure out a little bit. Um, I was still kind of new to acoustic guitar, so my fingers were hurting. But I played like the first kind of through, you know, relatively good. You yeah. know, you could kind of hear what it was, and she fucking started crying. Yep. And then I started crying, and then we both started crying because it was she found she had cancer and, and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, but kind of like what happened with you, Tim. Basically, everything was fine, and then it wasn't. And then it was real quick. It was yeah, so fucking fast, dude. Which, which uh, you you may or may not feel this right now, but for me, looking back, 
I am so Looking happy. Back at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. See Whenever, that I never really got it right. Whenever me and a bunch of my buddies who we used to play video games together Cross over the headsets, man. whenever someone would say "Looking back," somebody had you. to hit that. <laughs> Always wrapped up in things I cannot win. So I'm sorry. You were saying um, I feel a certain. No, 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 no. So, so it was, uh, you know. We almost had technical difficulties. Almost just knocked the fucking microphone off the table. Um, I'm excited, boy. If somebody hears a twister, (laughs) thanks, Alexander Hamilton. You're off the fucking podcast. Um, I was, I was, I feel like it was a very fortunate thing that it happened the way that it did, where it was, where it was just quick, where it was. Not months and months of dragged out, like, really bad time. It was just, she was, everything was good. We we literally were in Disney a month before she passed away. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry like, for your loss, man. But, you know, it was it was great because she was able to, all she wanted to do was get a picture of her with AJ and mm-hmm. Mickey. And, like, literally, I, I carried her from the tram to, like, a wheelchair, pushed her wheel, in a wheelchair across onto the boat and across, and got her an electric scooter. She stood up to get the picture, yep. and then she rode that for the rest of the day, and, and then a month later, gone. So, but... Hopefully no pain. I, I, the last week, you know, I it just, everything seemed fine, and then it just, like, I get a call at 5 in the morning from my stepdad, hey, you need to come over, something's wrong. And then we load her up in my truck. We drive to Lucent where her cancer doctor was. And by midnight that night, yeah, gone. So, so it was it was really, really hard at the time because I had no way to prepare, no way to process. So it, but I think to myself, would it have been better if I saw her decline over you know extended period of time? Would it, would right. it have made it any better? No, it probably wouldn't have. It, I would have known that it was just torture for her so i i you know i don't know if you kind of feel like the same way where it's like geez you know it like it was fine it was okay and then it wasn't like maybe you'd rather have it have been that way or maybe maybe not well i mean if we're going to talk about that it's a situation where of course you know we would give anything to have more time with our parents Everybody does lose their parents eventually. It's just the way it is. We all know that. Yep. And it doesn't make it any easier no matter how it happens. Um, with my mom, I know that I took a lot of serious time to take care of her. And we're yep. talking like uh, probably like f- three to four different hospital visits between the cancer center, yep. the blood banks. Um, her, I mean, how many times did we doctor. run into each other at the hospital? No, I know. It was it was bad. And it was like, you know, I just tried to make sure she had a great time with the time that she had. Yeah. But it's the human condition to, in crisis mode, when, when you find out you think you've got a certain amount of time left to uh, make plans. Oh, well, we've got this much time left. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. You know what I mean? Right. We've got the time for this. We've got the time for that. And you fucking don't. Okay. Yeah. You get the cards you're dealt, and then that's it. And I'll tell you that it goes quick. It's a situation where uh, I was into the rehab facility one day, talking to mom, getting all the information down, paying all the bills, and we were making jokes and laughing and having a good time. The next day, she was like, "I can't talk. I don't know why." She's like, "I can't. I can't." She tried to like mouth words, but she couldn't project any sound. And the next day, she was gone. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And honestly, I've had just about enough of phone calls from doctors and stuff like that where they're like, you need to get in here. 
Yeah. If you want to say goodbye to your parents, you need to get in here. And, it, I, and it's the same thing happened with Dad. This just recently happened. We were like, oh, we're going to get him out. He loves baseball. We're going to take him to go see Sea Dogs games. We're going to take him to go uh, on boat rides because he loves the ocean. He should have been in the Navy, but no one ever talked to him. He didn't have, like, a guidance counselor in 44. Right, right. You know what I mean? So no one asked him what he wanted to do. They're like, all right, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. Army it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's a sea, he's he, he's a seaman. He wanted to be in the ocean at all times. He loved boats, you know, and it's just like I felt bad that he never got a chance to do that stuff. Because, again, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to get you into a facility, a long-term care facility. We'll get the main care stuff approved, and we'll take you out to do all these things. Didn't get a fucking chance. He wasted a wife. Yeah. And I just think it was a situation where, uh, you know, once his wife had passed, even whether mentally he wanted to be there or not, because with the dementia, you never really know. Right. Um, his body decided it was time. You yeah. know what I mean? And again, you don't get the cho- you don't get the choice. You get- we made all these plans, just like mom. We're gonna go do this. We're gonna go do that. You know what I mean? I bought my mom a brand new piano for Christmas. She touched it once. Yeah. Three months later, she was gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had to get rid of it. I was like, I'm gonna learn how to play the piano for mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't. You know what I mean? Like I can fucking fart out a song on a piano by hitting one note at a time and recording a hundred tracks, but I can't sit down and like play the piano. And I don't know if I'll ever have that ability. But I couldn't even look at it. You know what I mean? I have a hard time now going into their apartment to clean or yeah. get documentation for the fucking the funeral. Just so many reminders. Yeah, it's not easy. So I totally get what you're saying. And yeah. you know, it's a situation where you just hope that uh, they don't have a lot of pain at the end. I mean. Mom had to have like eight, eight, eight or nine morphine shots. You know what I mean? And she was yeah. still like, oh, you know, in pain. And I feel like it's because she still had things she wanted to tell us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because she left so abruptly, and I'm sure it's the same with you. You know what I mean? Where there were things that needed to be done that never got done. And you know what I mean? Like, Dad had no idea. Right. I don't know. It's it's. I don't mean to. I don't mean to bring no. this one down. But you no, know, it's, no, no, no. It, it's uh, no. You know, I think. Uh, you know, it's really. I still. Uh, I mean, my mom passed away in October eleventh, two thousand eleven. So it's coming right up. And every year, you know, about a about a week before and a week after, I I get into a funk every year. Yeah. You know, and you know we're going on what uh, eleven years now. Yeah. You know, so um, uh, unfortunately, it's just it's you know. I'll be driving in the car and I'll hear a song or whatever, or I'll watch a movie that used to like Beale Juice. We used to watch Beale Juice all oh, the time, yeah. right? You know, um, she would and she would like recite some of the stuff. She didn't even do the crotch grab, like Beale <laughs> Juice, uh, you know. But uh, growing up um, in a in a really not good environment, and we'll get into that in a, in a whole other episode, right? Um, for the most part, my entire life, it was me and her. It was just me and her versus the world, right? Mm-hmm. She was my biggest cheerleader. She was my best friend. She's the one who taught me how to hit a baseball. She's the one who taught me how to catch. She's the one who taught me how to drive. She's the one who did it all. She was she was literally my biggest supporter. So, um, you know the so it definitely I was I was a mama's boy like for sure, right? Yep. Um, but uh, you know it's it is what it is I guess at this point. So. Uh, yeah. But I was, uh, like I said, I was kind of curious as to how you felt, uh, you know, if, if, like I said, I know it's, it's fresh, but yeah. whether or not you... The answer is hollow and emotionless. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, just, just if you, if you, if you, if you kind of felt like I did where, you know, 
yes, I really wish that I had more time, but man, I'm so happy yeah. that it wasn't this long, arduous, drawn, arduous. Do you like that? Ooh, I use word big, of the yeah. Day. Uh, Ten scrambles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, triple O score. Um, just realizing, thankfully, like it was so quick that there wasn't this long, drawn out thing where. You know, it was painful, or it got to the point where she didn't know what was going on, or, or whatever. It was just done. Yeah. You know? Um, so shocking. Yeah. You don't ever really get over it. You just learn yeah. to deal and move on, you know? Uh, unfortunately, that's really kind of the only, only thing you can do. Um, yeah. I think it was even harder for my uncle uh, because they didn't really have a relationship or oh, a good relationship. Sucks. Yeah. Um, he found out she had cancer the day she died. Jesus. So she... Heavy stuff. She swore me and Tori uh, to secrecy. Right. We couldn't tell anyone. No one No one knew. She was very proud. No one... She didn't want any, anyone's sympathy. She didn't want people to look at her differently. She. So there was no nothing. No one knew at all. And then um, we went up to Lewiston in the morning, and they transferred her to the hospice house down the street. And I remember going into like their little family room and calling my uncle and telling him he needed to come here. I have no idea where this place is. I just know what the name is. Why? Mom's dying. What? She's had cancer for the last year and a half, blah, 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 blah. Like, this is it. Right. So if you want to say goodbye, you need to come now. And he, I don't think he's ever really forgiven me for it. No, that's um, that's a lot of mixed emotions to put know? on somebody, yeah. So, but it's not your fault. You were just the messenger. Right. So, um,. But, you know, it was definitely not what I was hoping for. Um, I, I still do have regrets in wishing that I would have just brought her home. You know, and let her pass away in her so bed. So she could be there. Oh, yeah. Comfortable. You know, but they're like, she might not even make it in the car trip back home. Right. right? And I wish I would just been, fuck it. If, if it's going to happen either way, let's try to get as close to home as possible. Right. You know? Yeah, I know. Um, but... Anyway, that's enough sappy shit for for this one. Yeah, for me. Let's. <laughs> I've got a little sappy shit. <laughs> we, and well, and I think I think we could talk about that. And I think I think we should have an episode coming up where we do get a little bit more serious. And, and I think maybe hopefully that will help some people that might be going through some shit that we are going through or have gone through. To you know, because even though you understand that everyone's gone through it, sometimes when you hear someone else saying it that it kind of resonates with you like okay i'm not alone in this oh especially if you're a caretaker for sure because there's no book there's no there's no rules on what to do you can do all the research you want and it's always a wild card scenario and i will tell you that up until i literally put my ear on her chest to hear that there was no heartbeat i had hope yeah i had i had hope because what is up happening is is typically when someone is in the end stages of life and they are actively dying um, they have what's called like a surge. It's called surge. Yep. Basically, where for a little bit, all their stats come up. Right. And they're perfect. Heart rate's good. Uh, oxygen's good. Uh, blood pressure's great. Like everything, you know, uh, a fusion, which is like, you know, when you press your finger and, you know, you see the blood, you know, go Come, in. And, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, all, it's all good. Yeah. And that's right before drops right you know so like here i am sitting now this i kind of knew medical stuff my mom was a nurse i read medical books when i was a kid yeah. like i knew what death rattler was i knew what end stages lights were I, I i knew all this stuff imagine if you will someone drinking a drink 
and they're at the very end of it, but they continue to suck on it with a straw. And that is the sound of death rattle. Yeah. You'll never not hear it that way again. Yeah. So just it, think about that when you yeah. have like kiddos finishing a drink with a, a yeah. crazy swirly straw. Yeah. That sound, the last drops of water in it, is what death rattle sounds yeah, like. And I wish I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, but I and I sat there and I watched monitor, and, you know, and and going through working at May Medical Center and the ICU and the emergency department and stuff like that. You know, you you start to understand stuff like that, and you know, it's uh. Man, you know, it, like I said, it was it was. Um, I can remember everything, you know, about that day, and and there you may were, never you may never no, and and and, be able and to I get won't. Past you know, I can yet. remember when my grandmother passed away. She passed away in literally in the same house that my mom would have. You know, um, my grandfather, I wasn't there for. Um, basically, that was. The, that's for another time. I, I, I know we're kind of getting there long on, on time, so we can we'll we'll have a we'll have a cry fest in a, a couple episodes, and, and we could talk. But my mom never realized it. She was my first guitar teacher when I was a little kid, and I wanted to play guitar, and I made the conscious decision that I want to learn how to play this fucking weird thing. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, they bought me my first guitar, and it was an all black. It was called Memphis, and it looked like a Stratocaster. Okay, fucking garbage. But I used to run around that house without touching the neck, without touching the strings, without touching the frets, and just fucking strum the open strings (laughs) and be like, I'm playing songs, doobity-doo, you know what I mean? And eventually, I don't know if it was because they were fucking tired of hearing it or if they were just being encouraging, could have gone either way, call them A, call them (laughs) B. But mom was like, did you know that you're supposed to press the strings on like in between the frets and that's where you get the sound (laughs) fucking blew my mind and at that point on i realized that i could like listen to something and like uh i believe it's called relative pitch yeah where you can listen to something and create a facsimile of that you know what i mean like i could find the notes i could see them so to speak kind of like a drawer an artist can like look at something and recreate it without having to have a reference right and I never got to thank her for that. You know what I mean? Yep. But she was the one who gave me my first real guitar lesson. Yeah, my mom. My mom was super supportive. Uh, she actually, I <laughs> fucking she. I had this blue zip up hoodie, and I had like a coal chamber patch on it, and like Slipknot, and like uh, I think there was like typo negative. There's like there's a few patches on it. And she fucking stole it from me. It would wear it all the time. <laughs> She didn't give a shit. Like she was. Oh. I've been told by hot chicks that uh, big guy sweatshirts are very comfy. <laughs> I have a hard time keeping them around. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, uh, she was like five foot four, five foot five, like one hundred and fifteen pounds, right? Just she like was you. In it. That yep. was a dress. Yeah, yeah, and she would wear that to like wherever she was working as a nurse. She would just wear it around, and like I couldn't get it back. It was, it was it. That was it. So you know, she was when I told her like, "Hey, Ozzy's coming. Like, can I go see him?" He's like, "Yeah, let me tell you about the time I went and saw Ozzy." Like, <laughs> That's it was awesome. Yeah. So, um, geez, I, uh, I don't know how to segue from this into something a little bit more cheery. Um, Let's talk about the boxes. Well, that's what that's. I mean, the the segue. I mean, I was trying to get to that point, but I'm like, geez, how do I uh, get to that and have it be? You know what? Real quick, because yep. you went someone that you can't see anymore. Oh, that's right. That you would have. You're to have seen. right. Oh, let's see. 
Who would I have liked to have seen that I can't see anymore? Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. No. <laughs> do, do I seem like that kind of guy? Yes, actually, I feel you like, seem like. I really you... feel like you're going to hit me with some like off the wall. No, 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 no. Uh, there's, there's, there's a chance, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. I would love to either see the David Lee Roth band, and I'm talking about the original members, David Lee Roth, Steve Vai, uh, Billy Sheenan on bass, and fucking Guy on the drums, I don't know his name, but like the crazy from the Heat record, Skyscraper, Just Like Paradise, okay. Yankee Rose, okay. Knucklebone, all that. Awesome. Okay. I would also really, really like to see Journey with Steve Perry. Yep. And I just don't think it's in the cards. It's not in the cards. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you I'll give you that one. They will never I'll fucking give you that work one. it out. For sure. Never, ever. For sure. Not that not that Arnell Pineda doesn't fucking crush it every he night. He does a really good He does a really good, good Steve Perry impression. Yeah. It's but crazy. my fucking god. If I could get to see Journey with Steve Perry like during the Escape or the Frontiers record. Woo! Six to midnight. Yeah. Mm. So good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. That's right. definitely that's definitely and I mean, you know, maybe maybe someday down the road I would give anything to see fucking Tate get back together with Queensryche. And I just don't know if it'll ever happen. I know. Man You're wishing. Man they said that they've they've offered him gross amounts of money to do it. And even from a for the fans, they don't feel they have to because each one is doing their own thing and is pseudo successful at it. Right. You know what I mean? I mean Jeff Tate has that thing now. Where it's like the Jeff Tate experience. Yeah. He'll take you fucking mountain hiking with him, you know what I mean? And then you'll go into the studio and record I don't know what, but <laughs> I'm 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 into that. Yeah, yeah, you you should definitely check it out. Um so yes, let's talk about the so sponsored by meetcutebox.com. Um, and they actually sent us some boxes based on some information that we gave them. Very, very simple stuff. Um uh, I got my box a few days ago. Um, Daryl got his. Tim got his. He opened it up tonight. Oh, um, some great stuff in there. So actually, he got some. He got some ooh, <laughs> little ASMR. <laughs> he got some gummy bears. Yeah, uh, gourmet gummies. They're super good. They're really good. I got a bunch of uh, dry rubs for some meats. I'm not a smoker of rub, but uh, I Tony am. does. Tony rubs the smoke. So. I do. So he gave them to me. <laughs> um, I got a really nice wallet, yeah. You know, which I'm going to use literally in the morning. Uh, there's a really nice bottle of kombucha that can help me get regular, get right with my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got that bottles. soap, it, yep. like the, It's like uh, it smells better than any of the squatch soaps that I, my brother yeah, got. Yeah, you it's, know? it's 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 unbelievable. I got a box. Uh, mine had a little bit more like outdoorsy stuff. I had like. Um, a bow and arrow. <laughs> no, so there was like this all natural uh, bug repellent. There was like travel games. There was um, these. Define travel games. So it's these. Uh, uh, they are like two or three pieces of like Lexan, uh, like the plastic that you. Um, one is like a hangman. It's all like engraved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With like a dry erase marker, so oh. you can like play there. One has. Like a couple things of tic tac toe and some other stuff. Uh, one of them. Uh, hold on. Let me yeah, see. yeah, yeah. My box, my box is right here. Box. <laughs> um, so came and let's see. So, all right. So these travel games. There's oh, a, that's awesome! I had no there's idea. There's a hangman travel game that has like all the letters and stuff like etched into it, and like a hangman's. Um, 
gallows so you can actually draw it. Like it's, I mean, it's pretty cool. This one has like five games of tic-tac-toe. And this one has dots and boxes. Which oh, the box game. Isn't that I'm, when you each person draws a line, the last one puts a T or the, their yeah, initial in it, yeah, and yeah. clean the box? Um, so I thought those It's were like those cool. games you get at a restaurant when you're sitting down waiting to order. Yeah. But usually they're made out of wood. Um, we also got a couple of copper cow coffee, classic pour over Vietnamese coffee. So basically, what this is 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 it's a little all in one kit that oh. you open up, you unfold, you put it over a cup of coffee, you pour hot water into it. So where we do hiking and almost like a coffee MRE or something. Yeah. Really yeah. So yeah. what's cool is you can boil up some water, put this over your cup, and then do a pour into it, and you have fresh hot coffee. Instant coffee, but good. Uh, yeah, seriously. The differentiator. They sent us uh, a few uh, sticks of honey and like a honey scooper or dauber or whatever you call it. Like the, um, some cold shower wipes for the hike. Uh percent uh what else oh camp- 50 shades of gray the home game <laughs> yes <laughs> so for those of you who know like the cards against humanity cards this is a little bit more pg rated or g rated uh so these are campfire story cards so basically what it is is you pick a card you know we're sitting around the campfire this first one i just picked up is tell a story about a memorable campfire right or, I mean, there's a hundred cards. Tell a story about a place that made you feel big or small. Uh, tell tell a story about <laughs> seeing footprints in the dirt, sand, or snow. Uh, tell a story about a moment on the edge every day of my life. Um, tell a story about something that happened after dark. Uh, tell a story about a time where you were in awe of the night sky. You know? All kinds so, of So, uh, this, I mean... There's got to be 100-plus cards here. Oh, easily. I don't have that many stories. Uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, um, when we run out of topics, we're going to hit those cards. Tell me about your starry <laughs> night. <laughs> well, I started by cutting my fucking ear off. <laughs> right? uh, it's, the voice it's just, stopped. Most incredible thing you see in the sky, a strange noise. Like what's the most, can't you can't tell me what's the most incredible thing you've seen in the sky. UFO. We're not alone. Yeah, no, we're not. The truth is out there. Um, <laughs> actually, probably probably one of the coolest things uh, I ever saw. It was before I had kids. It's not because I before I had kids, but uh, Tori and I started dating, and I used to have uh, a Bronco, a full size Ford Bronco, and we would go and I opened up the tailgate. We just would like lay in the back, listen to music or whatever. We go. You'd be stargazing. Yeah. Yeah, and we would go to uh, like um, uh, Bug Light out in South Portland or down to like Pine Point, and we went to um, Bug Light or uh, what is it called? Uh, Spring Spring Point or whatever it is out in South Portland by the uh, SMCC, and it was a mirror shower, and we just watched tons. I've never nice. I've never seen a shooting yeah. star before. I've, never, awesome. I've seen a shooting star like at the corner of my eye. Yeah. But you always like, did I just see that? Yeah, and it was just. Con- <laughs> Am I really tired? Yeah. Meteor showers are next. Level. It was just, yeah. it was just constant. It was the most amazing. How thing. small does it make you feel, knowing um, that that kind of stuff is happening out in the universe? There's, there's, and you're like, I'm just a speck. <laughs> yeah. I'm a speck on a on a piece of dust. <laughs> I'm a speck on a speck. 
So that was um, so yeah. This this box was definitely really cool. And I had told them that we do a lot of camping, a lot of hiking, and stuff like that. And they made me yeah, a box. That's you know for all stuff that we could use, and it was super cool. What did you, you get, Daryl? What'd you get? Um, got popcorn on the cob, which is pretty cool. So it, they look like corn on the cob, but you cook it and it turns into regular fucking popcorn. Like you're gonna how watch do you eat movie. it? Like popcorn. So it just pops off the yeah. Thing. It pops off the cob. <laughs> it pops off the cob. Um, but it's like a it's a, a healthy one, so it's pretty good. It's, there it's used corn. to be a really it's, really. I, I ruined it, but there used to be a really it, really old store called Perry's Nut House. Yeah, up in Belfast. Yes, and I used to go they, there. My family's oh from my Sears god, dude! And <laughs> I used to buy so many of those fucking honey sticks there, and they had like the the stuffed animal muse- museum upstairs the that, that you could fall through because it was made really poorly. Yeah. Oh man, so much like kitschy like Americana stuff there. The wooden <laughs> snake that you hold straight out, but because you can't hold your hand straight out, it starts moving all like on its own. <laughs> So actually, yeah. Here's a story. I mean, here's a picture. Is that far away from Buck's grave? The tombstone that has the witch's boot on. Yeah, it? that's transport. Okay. Here's a picture I'm of me and my boy AJ in front of Nutsy, the squirrel. Yes, yes, yes. There's yes, yes. house. Oh man, and also, that used to be such a staple. Yep, absolutely. The so, pink, the pink triceratops from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Um, yeah, I, I used to go there all the time, dude. I, was, I used to love that. But yeah, it didn't even. It was all the most like the, the the kitschiest stuff you could possibly imagine. We're talking like wooden rubber band yeah. guns. The the uh, the what is it? The styrofoam airplane model yes. kits that would be good for one the toss, propeller. and then you're like, all right, that's broken. <laughs> <What'd> <laughs> so much good stuff. Yeah. What else did you get in your box? Um, got some adult Mad Libs. So. The exact opposite of your campfire stories. You're having a porno party night, aren't you? Maybe. Corn on the cob, Mad Libs for adults. <laughs> Get, gets real freaky. You got the serial killer box. I got it. <laughs> you know I'm just know. kidding, meetcutebox.com. We love you. <laughs> what else did you get? Um, some cocktail cubes and Frozips, just all kinds of cool stuff. Um, I, I actually am chewing on one of the honey things that came with it, and it's really good. Good stuff, good quality honey. Yeah, it tastes really good. Nice. Well, all right, boys, we're about to It's not caramel, half. though, is it? I mean, if there were little tubes know, of caramel, I'd eat all of them. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. So just to recap, guys. Tony bleeds caramel. <laughs> uh, I do. Meetcubebox.com. You go on there. You tell them what you want. You tell them what you're into. They'll make a box for you. I think we said it was bespoke based yes. on the definition, yep. which yep. is cool. Absolutely. It was the right use of the term. I shouted that out of my car stereo <laughs> last week while I was driving. So as, as you can see, or as you can hear, I'm sorry. Um, see with your mind. <laughs> see with your mind. Three different people, three different boxes, three different st- you know types of things in each box. Oh, I'm absolutely thrilled with like, that. It's all everybody. awesome. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Uh, imagine 29. getting it. Imagine getting it every week, every month. I'm yeah, sorry, every, every month, yeah. every week. Yeah, that'd be that'd actually really cool. I'm not Nicholas uh, Cage. <laughs> Twenty nine ninety nine. Like you know, you can get it for couples. You can get it for a single person. They have other stuff on their website. Um, use the code podcast for ten dollars off your first box. That turns into nineteen ninety nine. You definitely get all your money's worth uh, with some. one of these. So yeah, yeah I'm going to use the wallet tomorrow. It's yeah. awesome. I need one. Mine looks like it got fucking run over by a it, truck a couple. I've been meaning to talk to you. It really does. I know. I know. So you see it on the <laughs> desk, and you're like, put that thing out of its misery. <laughs> <laughs> clack, clack, boom. <laughs> 
Or click, click, boom. I'm sorry. Saliva. <laughs> Some Josie Wales or whatever his name is. So this was episode five? Yeah. Oh, five deep. man. All right. Well, thank you so it's much, everybody. Tony, thank you for being here. Oh, Darryl. thank you. I appreciate you both. Um, real, real quick. Uh, one of the ideas we have coming up, hopefully, is we're going to start to do some videos. Remember the idea that we had that's going to make you guys look like a bunch of jamokes? Uh, <laughs> all of them? <laughs> all the ideas? So my son just actually got elected as a patrol leader for his Boy Scout group, okay? Yep. Which means that he's got like eight kids under him and stuff like that. He made a he made a big speech about it. And nice. He got a, so super cool. He also just got his first class rank, which means he only has two more ranks until he works on Eagle, which is the highest he can go. And he this is only he's only a year and a half in, so he's a hard charger. To keep in line with the Boy Scout idea, Tim and Daryl. <laughs> are, I'm gonna put them through. Oh man! I'm gonna put them through basic Boy Scout. I ain't hiking activities. shit. I ain't All right, shit. So the things that AJ's had to do at 12 years old, 11 years old, we're gonna see if these guys can do. Now, do we get any training like they would, or do we just have to be? We're men. We should figure it out. So call what, them B for sure. Oh, no, boy. no. Oh, <laughs> so building up cheating, Daryl. So you fucking. <laughs> Hoodwinker. I grew up in the woods, motherfucker. <laughs> so building a fire. Yep. Without the use of a match or a lighter. Yep. I watched Castaway. I can do it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, there's, there's, there's. I don't think you're gonna find the same type of rocks that he found. No, okay. probably not. Um, you know, uh, purifying water, uh, making, you know, making a meal or whatever. Like we're gonna, we're gonna do some stuff that's gonna really make them look like a bunch of assholes. It's gonna be oh, fun for boy. me and you guys. <laughs> So that's we wouldn't survive in the woods. Uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna. We're gonna. Can I bring my Xbox? No. Do I get the badge for best Xbox player? <laughs> no. No. I'm, what I'm waiting to see. What I think is gonna be great is I'm gonna time you guys. See how fast you can put up a tent. Okay. So I have a question. Brilliant. Do we have to create the tent out of like? No. No. So I have a couple of. Of course, I have a couple of tents. Right. I have a four, single man tents. No. It'll be a four person tent. Okay. It's a medium sized so, tent. So one person tent is what you're saying. <laughs> so for us, it would be a lot of meat in one can. Put my arm in it, and that's about it. <laughs> it looks so, like a flotation device. So I'll have one of you guys away from the other. Yeah. Oh, it's good. We have to turn it into a contest. Yeah, that's, that's whoever gets yeah. So whoever gets more brownie badges or whatever it is wins. Brownie badges. That's for girls, okay? <laughs> Which it might make sense. But I'll have one of you guys like in the garage waiting, and yep. I'll time one, and we'll and we'll see who wins. Yeah. So oh, boy. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. I'm we'll ready. see what happens. I think this is gonna be fun. <laughs> you know, I've got a friend who's giving me some MREs. We'll try those. We'll see if you can make some food. You know, I think my gut's ready for that yeah just nothing that's gonna make us sick really like, oh this uncooked meat and we're like, oh no! <laughs> no, no, no 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 it'll be fine anybody like sushi <laughs> we'll make some foil hobo packets you'll 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 have a great time and you guys are gonna come along for the ride um what else will we what else is coming we can do up some shooting at the range oh we can yeah, go, we can go have contests for that we can uh we which can tim and i did just uh yep. just a week and a half ago yeah you know? sure i got a little practice in on you i'm sorry yeah um we can we can uh hunt down orbs in cold rooms so i actually i actually <laughs> You're I, tony's so excited I know. so i'm super into the paranormal stuff and i have a friend who does it i actually have gone a couple of hunts with him um i am going to try to work it out so that uh next month in october we try to do a couple of spoopy tober yep 
Or, like me and my friend used to say, Rocktober! Dude, I'm in. Yeah. Except for the fact that, like I said, I've got one rule. I no don't butt want stuff. Any, I don't want... Well, that's not even my rule. That's not even my um, That's encouraged. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> Tony just double-clicked that and dragged it over to the Tim file. Save. Here comes Tony with a feather and the French tickler. So, I don't want an Oni... To follow me home and curse my family. Don't worry. I've had just about enough of that. Thank you. Dora, I've got a, I've got a big thing of sage that will so. cleanse. I'm gonna have to fucking wear it like a necklace. <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll do the, we'll do the, the sage cleansing thing. I'm, I'm all into it. I did the house before we even moved in, and good. So yeah, yeah, good. Um, but anyway, with that, I'm sorry, just wanted to kind of give people a, a little taste. A little this tingling. A good, this was a good episode. Hour and a half. Hour Jesus, half, we had tears. Christ. We had jeers. We had. Tears for fears. Good times, bad times. Everybody wants to rule the world. Thank you so much for listening. That's episode Thank five. Thank you. Don't die. Bugaboo. Bugaboo. Bugaboo.